With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. President Biden's economic agenda gets a major test on Capitol Hill this week. Democratic leaders have their hands full as they try to round up enough support for the more than $3 trillion package and work to quickly pass legislation to avoid a government shutdown. There was a vote expected today on a related $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure package, but it's now postponed until Thursday amid ongoing negotiations. More immediately, the Senate has a vote set for today to keep the government funded and avert a federal debt default before Thursday's deadline. That package stands to run into a blockade by Republican senators all but ensuring lawmakers will have to try again later in the week. That's correspondent Julie Walker. Also at SRNNews.com, National Transportation Safety Board officials are in Montana to investigate Saturday's Amtrak derailment. Eight of the ten westbound train cars left the tracks, killing three people and sending seven others to the hospital. Liberty County Emergency Service Coordinator Sarah Robbins says nearby residents rushed to the scene to offer help. It was a fantastic response. Um, We are so fortunate to live where we do, where neighbors help neighbors. There hasn't been much of a price change at the gas pump over the past couple of weeks. The Lumberg survey says the average price of regular grade gasoline went up by just a penny to $3.25 per gallon. Analyst Trilby Lumberg says a couple of factors suggest the price may not go much higher. As oil supply comes back up to some degree and gasoline's demand being so weak, being a drag on price, we may see gasoline prices change little or not at all in coming weeks. The highest average price for regular gas, San Francisco Bay Area at 4.47 per gallon. NASDAQ futures lower this morning. This is SRN News. News on WBOB, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. Nassau County Deputy Joshua Moyers, who had been clinging to life after he was shot early Friday morning during a traffic stop, died Sunday afternoon. He was 29 years old. A procession to honor Moyers from UF Health to the medical examiner's office was held Sunday evening. Jacksonville Fraternal Order of Police President Steve Zona, himself a retired law enforcement officer, says there are mechanisms in place to support the family of Moyers. They'd be with people who had lost um, loved ones in the line of duty to help them navigate this and walk this journey. Um, and then, of course, they take them to Washington, D.C. Um, for the uh, final where they add the name to the walls. There's a current manhunt for the belief shooter, and that is 35-year-old Patrick McDowell, a former Marine from Jacksonville. The mayor of Jacksonville is expected to make a major announcement today about waste collection woes, particularly yard debris, which has been piling up for months. That's Jacksonville.radio news. I asked what kind of family she wanted. She said, a family like yours. Learn more about adopting a teen at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Lawyer, author, host of Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox News, Mark Levin is here every weekday evening from 6 till 9 p.m. on AM 600 WBOB and FM 101.1. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on 95 headed north. It's right between Emerson Street and a bit past Bowden Road. From an earlier accident that has that right lane blocked, so you'll add about seven extra minutes. And as always, that's slow traffic on I-10 headed east. It's right between Luna Street and a bit past Cassett. You're going to add an extra four minutes there, but expect it to slow down as the morning goes on. 
And if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Good morning. Welcome to a Monday. In the news this morning, progressive Democrats threatening to railroad a trillion-dollar spending bill this week unless a much larger $3.5 trillion spending bill is passed. The Department of Homeland Security says that up to 12,000 Haitian migrants have been released into the U.S. That total could be even higher. And major companies are warning consumers that there's more inflation set to hit them as the holidays approach. Ouch. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Hey, coming up on 705, good morning. It's Ed Dean. Roger Henderson's out today, taking a nice vacation. Some of you emailed him, did, did, did he get some? Roger's cool, dude. Okay, chill. He'll be he's, back tomorrow. He's fine. The weather's great. He got a <laughs> It's amazing. Weekend. I can be gone for a whole week. Nobody even recognizes it. Roger's gone for an hour. Oh, my word. What's going on? So, anyway. <laughs> he's got a lot of family. I know. So, he's anyway. Got a lot of fans. <laughs> yeah, he does got a lot of fans. Just Wikipedia. You'll yeah. read about it in about 30 seconds. Anyway. <laughs> no, I love Roger. Anyway, he's taking the day off. It's good to have everybody with us. Ed Dean, AJ Davis, uh, research editor for FloridaDaily.com, Emily Nunez. We got a lot going on. A lot of news over the next two hours right here on Talk Radio. WBOB could be today, could be tomorrow, could be Wednesday, but the House Speaker is not given a certain date of when the Democrats will take up the spending bill of a $1.2 trillion infrastructure and then what's been called is a $3.5 trillion human infrastructure package. But they can't be blaming the Republicans if it gets held up and not passed. The Democrats only have to blame themselves. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi sent a letter to colleagues saying she wants to pass that infrastructure bill along with a multi-trillion dollar Democratic spending plan and a resolution to fund the government all by the end of this week. A tall order given the disagreement with Republicans and within her own party. Progressive House Democrats say they won't support the president's $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill without a separate, much larger spending plan full of Democratic priorities. Some moderate Democrats oppose the massive price tag, as do Republicans, who say it shouldn't be tied to the infrastructure bill. That is from CBS News, Christina Ruffini. The Biden White House and the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is defending the surges that are taking place currently over the U.S. southern border. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas defending the administration's handling of the recent influx of up to 30,000 migrants who had gathered in Del Rio, Texas. Fox News Sunday's Chris Wallace asked Mayorkas why the administration didn't stop the migrants. We did. We encountered them. They gathered, they assembled in that one location in Del Rio, Texas, and we applied the laws. We applied the public health law under the CDC's authority, and we applied immigration law. Texas Governor Greg Abbott responded on the show. Everyone knew, including the Biden administration, the Haitians had gathered on the Mexican side of the border before they crossed, and the Biden administration did nothing to stop those Haitians who had gathered in mass in Mexico from coming across the border. Mayorkas says about 10 to 12,000 Haitian migrants were released into the U.S., but acknowledges the number may be more. That's from Fox Radio Joe Chiro. When the Department of Homeland Security Secretary yesterday on Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace, Alejandro Mayorkas was asked about how many Haitians have actually been released into the U.S. 
couldn't give an exact number. Well, first, how many have been released into the U.S.? And approximately, I think it's about 10,000 or so, 12,000. Have been released? Yes. So are we talking about a total of 12,000, or could it be even higher? It could, it could be even higher. The event of a diplomatic dispute, or worse, in which... Mm, that was, again, Alejandro Mayorkas, the Department of Homeland Security Services Secretary. Drug pharmaceuticals and the companies that allow their drugs to be made in other countries, not here in the U.S., some people with the UN, excuse me, the U.S. Inspector General report say that it could provide a national security risk to the U.S. The event of a diplomatic dispute, or worse, in which the drug makers stop shipping ingredients to the U.S., the report found the results of that could be catastrophic. The Pentagon's Inspector General found that just 28% of drug ingredient manufacturing sites supplying the U.S. market are actually inside the country, while 31% are in China and India. That is from CNBC's Eamon Jabers. They say that the reliance on foreign drug manufacturers is becoming and increasingly a national security risk. Texas abortion law will go in front of the U.S. Supreme Court later in December of this year. Now, Florida, as some are calling it, is now promoting a new abortion bill that is somewhat styled after the Texas law. So a Florida lawmaker is proposing a Texas-style abortion bill. If approved, it would give people the ability to sue anyone who performs or helps facilitate an abortion after a fetal heartbeat is detected. The bill does include some exceptions that are not in the Texas bill. That is from News 4 Jacks. The bill may be debated when Tallahassee convenes again in January of 2022. Big companies like Nike. Walmart, Costco, and FedEx are warning consumers more inflation is on the way as the holidays approach. Food analyst David Palmer says one of the biggest key proponents and components of all of this is unfortunately the labor shortage. A lot of it is labor. There's labor in everything. There's labor in these food costs, logistics, warehousing. Uh, It's causing issues with the amount of uh, shipped on time and in full that any retailer is getting. And so sometimes it's having an impact on the actual top line as well. A lot of this is the labor shortage that exists. Uh, Companies are becoming more resigned, uh, whether they're restaurant companies or food companies, uh, to this labor issue sticking around. So it seems to be uh, that is your root cause. And it's causing a lot of, you know, of course, wage inflation and wage expectations is the most permanent type of inflation uh, cause and that seems to be what is happening right now within the food chain and so things are getting worse even lately so things are going to get worse he say even as lately more coming up next the white house continues to to double down that whipping occurred against those of the haitian community at the border last weekend we'll have all of that coming up next right here on talk radio wbob where are the tie-ups to avoid wbob traffic We still have slow traffic on 95 headed north. It's right between Emerson and a bit past Butler Boulevard. An emergency vehicle has that right lane blocked, so be aware and add an extra seven minutes. And that's slow traffic on I-10 headed east, right at Cassett. Add an extra four minutes there. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. 
Protecting your home is a priority, right? It should be the same for your business. Call Sunbelt Gated Access Systems to add that extra layer of customized security today. They use the latest technology specializing in fully automatic swing and slide gate operators, access control, and video surveillance systems. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems has provided top-notch customer service for decades and is your best choice in Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Visit SunbeltSYS.com. SunbeltSYS.com. Are you having difficulty paying your IRS personal or business taxes due to COVID-19? If you owe a tax debt, there has never been a better time than now to get a resolution. The IRS has rolled out historic tax debt removal guidelines under their Taxpayer Relief Initiative. This COVID-19 program provides opportunities to remove or lessen your tax burden that weren't previously available. The tax attorneys at J. David Tax Law are right here in Jacksonville and are experts at negotiating with the IRS. At J. David Tax Law, only highly experienced tax attorneys will represent you. Never trust your tax situation to anyone that's not local to you. We've helped thousands of Floridians to overcome IRS and sales tax debt. Let us help you. Call J. David Tax Law today for a no-cost consultation at 904-507-4777. That's 904-507-4777. Or go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. You know, a lot of times you have to choose between something high quality or something that saves you money. But if you can get both, why not? Especially when it comes to health care. And that's MediShare. You get both. The typical family saves 500 bucks a month switching to MediShare. And that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. It's because MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge PPO network. So, yeah, really, you could save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. If you're self-employed or part of the gig economy, or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Here is the number you need. Call 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. This is Bill Gunderson, professional money manager and host of the Best Stocks Now show. I've been a professional money manager for the last 22 years. Uh, I write a weekly newsletter called Best Stocks Now. If you'd like to get a free sample, you can go to GundersonCapital.com. Make sure to tune in to Best Stocks Now on this station. Tune in to Best Stocks Now with Bill Gunderson every Saturday afternoon at 2 here on WBOB. And Monday through Fridays at 11 a.m. on our sister station, Talk 100.3. Welcome to your Monday morning. Well, looking like this, mostly sunny. Expect high about 86. Tonight, clear skies, low 61. Tuesday, more great weather continues. Sunny, high up to 87, 65 degrees now. Talk Radio, WBOB. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Well, first, how many have been released into the U.S.? And approximately, I think it's about 10,000 or so, 12,000. Have been released? Yes. So are we talking about a total of 12,000, or could it be even higher? It could it could be even higher. Hey, good morning. Coming up on 15 minutes after 7 a.m. That's the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. 
Uh, t- wait, is it 12? Is it is it four? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. It, it could be higher. They have no clue how many's in there. So anyway, um, AJ Davis is hanging out with us this morning. Rogers taking the morning off. Needed a couple of uh, days just to chill, and he does. Hanging out with this election lawyer, our good friend Lindsey Brock from Brock McLeod, research editor from FloridaDaily.com, Emily Nude. Yes, good to see you, man. Good to be here. You got your coffee? Oh yeah. Did, it, is that still yours or his? This is his. All right. I'll take it, though. <laughs> yeah. You don't need any more coffee. Actually, maybe you do. But anyway, <laughs> it's good to have everybody with us. So there we go. Um, the border surge continues to go on. We, I think they realize, according to the poll numbers, it's not really biting them well, you know, both them well, whatever. Um, you can't keep continuing to blame Trump on this type of stuff. It's not seasonal. They're allowing those to come over, and now they're being released into the U.S. Could be totally come down with COVID. Could have TB. Could have everything else. But... According to what they have determined, they're going to have to show back up at the courts. How good are they accurate to make sure these individuals show back up, Lindsay? Well, and this is the crazy thing is they still say the border is closed. Yeah. Yeah, but we see all those people coming in, and, you know, statistically, it's a very small percentage that actually show up. Yeah. Here's the, uh, they're still going, they're still doubling down on that uh, Haitians got whipped, which is not true last week. Uh, here is the president. And by the way, the VP Kamala Harris came out of hiding. Here's what she said. To see people treated like they did, horses barely running them over, people being strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. They will be an investigation underway now, and there will be consequences. There will be consequences. It's an embarrassment. And there needs to be consequence and accountability. Uh, Human beings should not be treated that way. And as we all know, it also evoked images of some of the worst moments of our history where that kind of behavior has been used against the indigenous people of our country, has been used against African Americans during times of slavery. So what this is, this is just nothing more than to deflect the real problem at the border. So now let's bring in race again. Well, yeah, I mean... it is a shame what they have done to those border patrol agents. Right, they've been uh, on horseback for forever. Right, you know, and to sit there and you know and to continue to uh, push this agenda that oh well you know they're they're strapping them you know strapping. I don't really know what that means. By, by the way, but you want to have a little fun? This has been the procedure for years. So I guess you could sit back and say, well, the Democrats have been in charge. Why don't we just blame them because they allowed it? I wanted them to explain why, you know, so many Haitians are coming into a country that's systemically racist. Yeah. And has all this white privilege. That's know, a good they're point. coming here like yeah. in droves. Why? Yeah. And, and there's one of the other things. Those Haitians, I mean, they're they're Haitians. Yes, they were, you know, from Haiti, but they have lived in South America, Central America, right. for years, but they're still pushing them back to Haiti. You know, even though that's not been where they've lived for right. the, uh, for uh, several years. Here's one more: um, the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas says we don't call them. We're no longer do we call them illegal immigrants. It's a PC word. We call them non-citizens. Mr. Secretary, how do you respond to the charge that the Biden administration, that the policy of the administration, is inhumane? and counterproductive. Well, first of all, let me say that we don't use the term illegal immigrants. I actually issued a policy in the Department of Homeland Security. We use the term non-citizen. Non-citizens, you know, there is a difference between a non-citizen who is here legal than one here is illegal. You get a guest worker visa, you're here legally. Right. Well, I think it's more ridiculous that now we have government trying to tell us what words we can cannot use when we refer to other people. <laughs> Undocumented individuals, that's, that's a new crazy. one, right? 
Yeah, it's Orwellian. I mean, yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> All right, let's go to nine zero four eight three one zero six nine. This whole whipping thing—it's just, oh, it's it's a it's funny to watch. In page forty-five, Maxine Waters. You know, it's worse than slavery and all the other stuff. The optics. Uh, someone mentioned a, a woman I met from Kansas over the weekend at the conference. She mentioned uh, that they were act, they could actually maybe use this. The Democrats could use this uh, against Christy Nome since she's up there and she's a cat. You know, she's always talking about. She's had a farm. She's, yeah. she's got a farm, so they're, they're actually already setting the the stage to attack her with. You know, nah, that's it. <laughs> Stay tuned for the commercial. Walk out with some horse reins. Exactly. That's what I would do. Just, exactly. just to tick them off. Let's go to Joe on line one. Hey, Joe, good morning. Hey, Joe, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Ed. Um, you know, uh, legal immigrants, you know, when they get their, uh, before they get their visa, they have to go through all sorts of checkups and tests to make sure that they don't get, uh, they don't carry any diseases. And it's done through embassy-approved doctors. Okay, so these illegals that are coming over the border, I mean, this is such silliness. And uh, Mayorkas, you know, to call them uh, whatever whatever name he's given them now, it's just it's pure. The whole Biden administration is nothing but a bunch of clowns. You know what I would like to see? You know, I mentioned um, a documentary. We all know this, how this happens, but to, to send a camera down from where they started and how they came up and even all the, um, the illegal crossings. Then, Joe, I would like to, you know, I always say it's the follow-up question that sometimes it's more important. What I would like to do is, I, I can't handle the, the noise anymore in the background, man. Close that door. Joe, so the other thing, and thanks for the call, the other thing I would like is to follow, okay, now we're going to let you on a plane or a bus. We haven't tested you for COVID here, Lindsay, but now we want to follow you the camera and where are you going well that we've never done no it, and that would be a that'd be an interesting thing to do here's one of the things that always has struck me there's only two federal statutes that allow the federal government to require vaccines one is for the military the other one is for immigrants if you're coming into really? uh, the united states uh the federal government has the authority under statute to require you to be immunized but you know we know none of that's happening now did you hear the crazy thing that happened on the the View? Sometimes I play stupid clips because I, I need I some entertainment. Neither do I. But sometimes I got to play clips by idiots like Joe Behar. Remember, she was the one who sat back and said the reason why that uh, senators won under Trump in 2018 is because of redistricting. Senators are voted statewide. You don't redistrict them. So anyway, so sometimes I just try to get goofy clips. So there was a big um, interesting thing that happened where the VP, Kamala Harris, was coming in to be interviewed. And so what they did is they have to do an instant COVID test on them. And the test show that Sonny Hostin and Anna, whatever her name is, came down with COVID here. I need uh, the two of you to step off for a second. Okay. Anna and... and step uh, off. And, and we're going to bring Sonny you back later. Have to okay. leave. Yeah. Yes. And we'll tell you why. More information later. It's a tease. We'll tell you why in a couple of minutes. Since this is going to be a major news story any minute now, yeah. what happened is that uh, Sonny and Anna both apparently tested positive for COVID. No matter how hard we try, uh, these things happen. They probably have a breakthrough case and they'll be okay, I'm sure because they're both vaccinated. So what happened is they found out, uh, uh, I think hours later, they tested again. They didn't have COVID. So the, with the tests, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we've been seeing this from the very beginning when they were right. like, from the you know the tests. And by the way, ABC News uh, medical editor, Dr. Uh, Jen Ashton says, stop calling them breakthrough cases. People, you got, you got the vaccine. 
you can still give COVID to other people. Is it true that vaccinated folks can carry the new variants of COVID-19? Oh, absolutely, this is true. And we should not be surprised when we hear about this. In fact, we, a lot of those so-called breakthrough cases, they're so common now that we can't really call them breakthrough, but that are occurring in people who have been vaccinated are the Delta variant, which is the predominant strain, the predominant variant we see right now. But we are watching the Mu variant, where there are other variants all over the world, and there will be more as long as this virus continues to replicate. So when people get infected, of course, they can be carrying those new variants. Oh, so what do you do? I don't know. I have, yeah. a, I have a case of the I'm over it variant. Yeah. yeah I'm like, I'm over. <laughs> here is uh, radio host Clay Travis, which is on with Buck Sexton every day at 12 o'clock here on WBOB. He says Fauci had said that, wait a second, all these college football games that are going to start, there's going to be a super spreader. And he says if you look at the numbers in the South, they've actually gone down. There is no spreading happening all these college football stadiums and i think football fans believe it or not when you see a hundred thousand people in a stadium without masks on you know what fauci said he said that there was going to be a major event following when college football kicked off because so many people were in these stadiums not wearing masks because there's no vaccine mandate you know what happens all over the south contrary to what dr fauci said the number of cases have plummeted if you look at Israel, and if you look at England, two countries that are far more vaccinated than we are, they are setting hospitalization records and case records even now. So this idea that if we had 100% of the country vaccinated, COVID would go away is just not true. So and interesting. Like nobody so, is willing to point this out. Right. So anyway, so real quick before I go back, mask mandates, uh, vaccine mandates, if cases are going down, why would you still try to push for a mandate then? Uh, government control because they're obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's proof that God exists and He loves college football. <laughs> hey, Matt, just which team does He love more? That's wow. the question. All right, more coming up next. Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? We still have slow traffic on 95 headed north. It's right between Emerson and a bit past Butler Boulevard. An emergency vehicle has that right lane blocked, so be aware and add an extra seven minutes. And that's slow traffic on I-10 headed east, right at Cassett. Add an extra four minutes there. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. This traffic report is brought to you by J. David Tax Law. When you owe the IRS and can't pay, go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. Florida's economy depends on restoring America's Everglades. Everglades restoration will not only improve our environment, it will create 65,000 new infrastructure jobs and support hundreds of thousands of jobs tied to the real estate, recreation, and tourism industries. Let's invest in our future. Restore America's Everglades. Create jobs. Learn more at evergladesfoundation.org. Make someone's day with a little help from Kuhn Flowers. Fresh flowers have a way of adding that extra bit of beauty to your home. They're also a great way to brighten someone's day. And what better way is there to show someone just how much you care than with a fresh bouquet of flowers? One thing's for sure, when you order flowers from Kuhn Flowers, you're going to get the brightest, most colorful, professionally arranged, long-lasting floral arrangements available. Call Kuhn Flowers today at 398-8601. That's 398-8601. Or you can shop online anytime at kuhnflowers.com. Kuhn Flowers, making memories since 1947. 
Get ready for a good-looking Monday. More sunshine today, lots of it with a high 86. Tonight, clear skies. Expect the low about 61. Tuesday, sunny, high 87. And uh, the rest of the week looking pretty good at this point. 65 degrees on this Monday morning. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Coming up on uh, Thursday evening, October the 7th, Dr. David Jeremiah from Turning Points is going to be at the Star Arena. If you want free tickets, just go to wbob.com. Coming up on Friday and Saturday, the day after, October the 8th, and Saturday, October the 9th at the Prime Osborne Center, it will be the American Freedom Tour. It's going to be uh, Donald Trump Jr., Dinesh D'Souza, Dan Bongino, Kaylee McEnany, and others. Uh, it's going to be a two-day event from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. I don't know if we're broadcasting from there. I don't know. Sometimes they don't know it's the last minute. We'll see what happens. If we do, we do. If we don't, hey, it doesn't matter. We're still going to promote the event. If you want tickets, there's two ways of getting them or two ways of finding information. You can purchase them. That's the key word, purchase, at DuvalGOP. You like that? Duval. Go to DuvalGOP.com. Purchase your tickets at DuvalGOP.com. If you want to email me, Ed, at WBOB.com. I will email you the information. So unless you got a pretty good bribe, don't ask me for free tickets. <laughs> By the way, I've got people offering me ammunition. I'm like, man, this is tempting out there. But anyway, if they if they're able to get some, I'll try it. But I don't think that right now. But purchase the tickets. Prices range from forty-seven to four thousand dollars. Four thousand. All right. Anyway. So, uh, again, DuvalGOP.com. That's DuvalGOP.com. Or email me, Ed, at WBOB.com. And I'll get you the information and the prices and everything else. So, the American Freedom Tour, Friday, October the 8th. And Saturday, October the 9th at the Prime Osborne Center from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Arizona election audits. I think this is the 10th one that they have done. And it still shows that Biden had won. We have a little bit of a breakdown for you on some of this. And we're going to bring all this news coming up next. Right here, Ed Dean, Roger Henderson's taking the day off. Lindsey Brock, Emily Nunez hanging out with us along with my man, A.J. Davis. Right here on Talk Radio WBOB. AM 600 and 101.1 FM, the conservative voice of Jacksonville, WBOB. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. This is going to be a very busy week on Capitol Hill. Thursday, the day set by House Speaker Pelosi for a vote on a $1 trillion infrastructure bill. Disunity among Democrats had raised questions as to when the vote would actually take place. Meanwhile, in the Senate, a test vote due today on a stopgap bill that would keep the government running. Republicans may block it, though, because it includes a Democrat proposal to suspend the government's debt ceiling. And Republicans say that that should be the subject of a separate piece of legislation. On it goes. The manhunt for Brian Laundrie in Florida continues. Laundrie, a person of interest in the death of Gabby Petito, also wanted by the FBI for fraud. Wall Street, stock futures mixed at the moment. Right now, Dow futures up 68 points. NASDAQ futures down 76 points. More details at srnnews.com. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB News. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. Multiple agencies currently searching for Patrick McDowell, the suspect wanted 
in the shooting death of Nassau County Sheriff's Deputy Joshua Moyers during a traffic stop in Callahan early Friday morning. The armed and dangerous man is also wanted for shooting a Jacksonville Sheriff canine deputy. The sad news from Sunday is that Deputy Moyer died from his injuries. The Callahan community coming together to show their support Sunday evening for law enforcement. It was a scary, but I'm past the scary part now. I'm mad. I want him brought to justice. Jacksonville Mayor Lenny Curry said he'll make a major announcement about the waste collection issues plaguing the city amid the pandemic. A news conference planned for City Hall this morning. For months, there have been delays in picking up yard waste in Duval County neighborhoods. And the FBI at Brian Laundrie's house collecting evidence for a DNA test. That's Jacksonville.radio news. Whether you know it or not, we are under attack. Being a conservative, God-fearing American is wrong. Holding traditional values is dangerous. Not here. AM 600 and 101.1 FM WBOB is the conservative voice of Jacksonville. Spend a week with us. You'll feel more encouraged. You'll feel more at home. You'll feel among friends. Things might actually start making sense again. You're welcome here. The conservative voice of Jacksonville. WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? We still have slow traffic on 95 headed north. It's right between Emerson and a bit past Butler Boulevard. An emergency vehicle has that right lane blocked, so be aware and add an extra seven minutes. And that's slow traffic on I-10 headed east, right at Cassett. Add an extra four minutes there. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. In the news this morning, the Department of Homeland Security says up to 12,000 Haitian migrants have been released into the United States. That total could be even higher. Major companies are warning consumers there's been more inflation set to hit as the holidays approach, so look out for that. And a new report by the U.S. inspector says the United States' reliance on foreign drug manufacturers is becoming a national security risk. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600-831-0600 or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM WBOB. Out of on uh, 34 minutes after 7 a.m., uh, it's Ed Dean. Roger Henderson, our good friend, is ch- chilling today, right? He just taking, what, a day yeah, off? Yeah, just took a day off. Actually, it was to celebrate his anniversary with the company. The program director gave him the day off. He said, take a day, you pick the day, and he picked a good one. Nice oh, okay. And, nice, nice and no, sunny. Okay, so wait, wait, you celebrate with the company, but you take the day off. Okay. Well, that's what they. You know, yeah, that's fine. This, the company celebrates me working by giving me more hours. I don't get. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, we we always joke around here, but anyway. So that's why. Uh, so he's off today. So uh, Lindsey Brock, our good friend, uh, with Brock McLeod, uh, m- uh, lawyer, also uh, elections attorney as well. Emily Nunez, research editor for FloridaDaily.com. So I haven't been following everything like the Texas abortion bill because a lot of times you pass it and it gets overruled. We unfortunately we see a lot of these cases. I like the incrementalism of the abortions uh, as far as the abortion protect the abortion restrictions like parental notification, the pro life incremental rules of, of parental consent, educating people. And I find out that when you look at a lot of the polls, younger people seem to be a little bit more pro-life of growing up, um, but it's just depending on the polls. But, you know, we talked about a Fox News poll that came out on Friday where 65% of voters, even 53% of Republicans support keeping Roe versus Wade. 
intact. Now, that was a little bit of an interesting, and I, I'm not saying, I don't claim that to be a fake poll. I, I probably believe that's true, and unfortunately, in some cases out there. So, Texas has got one that's going to be heard by the U.S. Supreme Court coming up uh, sometime in December. Now, Florida is introducing a bill, some are calling it somewhat modeled after the uh, Texas bill. So a Florida lawmaker is proposing a Texas-style abortion bill. If approved, it would give people the ability to sue anyone who performs or helps facilitate an abortion after a fetal heartbeat is detected. The bill does include some exceptions that are not in the Texas bill. Now that is uh, from News 4 Jax. Let me break it down. Ashley Harding did a pretty good job, but it's not specific enough because this is just pretty much... The groundwork, now all this may be changed, as you know, this probably, even if it does or doesn't take in place, probably won't happen. Maybe some committee meetings coming up later in the year, but won't take place till the January 2022 when the Florida legislature meets up. The Florida bill allows private citizens to sue others that either performed aided or abetted. That's an interesting one right there. Here's more of the breakdown. This bill, as it's written right now, is 40 pages long and exceptions would be made for things like rape, incest, domestic violence, human trafficking, or a life-threatening condition for the mother, but documentation for those conditions would be a requirement. The bill would require a doctor to conduct a test for and inform a woman seeking an abortion that a fetal heartbeat is detected. It also prohibits doctors from performing or inducing abortion if a fetal heartbeat is detected and going a step further the bill would also allow people in the community to sue doctors for terminating pregnancy all right so let me start with this Lindsay. this is going to be very interesting even though it's it's kind of funny listening to the media say that it's it's modeled after texas but all the exceptions aren't all allowed in the texas bill from what i understand right yeah that's the thing is that the texas bill did not have a lot of the uh exceptions that's being talked bill. about in this one yeah right yeah that are in this one and the interesting thing is that that ability for the private citizen to sue is one of the things that, you know, they're saying, well, it's not the state acting, but they're just empowering private citizens, you know, to bring a lawsuit if there is a, an abortion after a fetal heartbeat. What do they sue about? Well, that's, I mean, they're, they're suing because you have violated the law, but it's, it's, a, it's a weird... Uh, you know, hybrid type of statute because it is allowing private citizens to do it instead of saying it's against the law and having the government come in and say that you violated the law. You were you, Emily Nunez uh, from Florida Daily. You were saying that the part in this legislation aided or abetted the procedure. For example, and 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 I don't think you're you're way off by saying this, but if somebody was giving you a ride, they could be a suit as well, yeah. right. or could they even be thrown in the jail? Right. Lyft drivers, Uber drivers, all of the people that are just out trying to make an extra buck. I mean, now you have people reporting on them if they think someone's going to go and, you know, get an abortion. And they. And By the way, you could be going you know, to a clinic and who exactly. knows what you could be getting. Exactly. So, yeah, so that part I would kind of have a problem with. Even somebody, I mean, I'm pro-life, but even with that aided or abetted. But, but don't you have to prove intent? Well, I mean, and that's interesting. You don't. I mean, according to this one, it's, you know, if you aided or abetted, I mean, yeah, you know, you tell the uh, Uber driver, yeah, I'm going to go get an abortion. What's he going to be able to do? So, I mean, what what happens? You work in the uh, you you work as a, a paramedic, and even somebody may not have a life threatening situation. You find out that they're super liberal, and they 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 
you voted for a city council person and they do think against your religious beliefs, does that mean you cannot provide them uh, life support on anything? No, come on, really? Right. I mean, right. I know I'm being farcical, but some of this inside the bill here is a little bit, uh, I'm, I'm sitting well, back going, I, I like a lot of these measures they're talking about, but this is a little bit out of reach. Right. Well, also, how do you prove, why mm. would you, how do you prove that in, the incest and the other, you know, the other touchy subjects, right. why, as a woman, why would you want to have to show documentation that actually happened to you? Yeah, right. you I know? know. I know in some of those cases. Hey, by the way, how big is the, is this going to be in the 2022 elections? Is it going to come to their level being a top two, top three issue? I think it's going to be. I mean, you know, the polls that you were just talking about of people that want to have uh, Roe v. Wade kept in, in place, place, you know, versus uh, overturned. You know, and when they ask those general questions like that, I mean, it's like, what part of Roe v. Wade uh, is it that you're in favor of? Is it the, you know, the constitutional right? Of yeah. a woman, you know, for, for her own choice, or is it the trimester? The biggest thing now coming out is all based on viability, modern, modern technology. You can see more of, of a heartbeat at a, at, a, at a lower age now, uh, instead of like at 24, 26, 27 weeks. Now it's six to eight weeks and whatever. This is going to be interesting on the viability. I don't think they're going to return Roe versus Wade, but how do you think they may focus on the viability issue? That's the big thing, you know, because Roe v. Wade had that trimester thing of, of you know, the schedule that they had right. in there as far as when certain restrictions can be put in place. I think you're going to see that will likely be overturned by the court based on, as you said, the technology. I think the media is going to have a field day with this, especially among Republicans, about the Roe versus Wade and try to make this a big issue. I remember you look back at history when the Republicans came in. Remember, they thought they needed to be a little bit more moderate. I don't know why. George W. George H. W. Bush lost. He was one of the most liberal Republican presidents we had. Good guy, just very liberal as a Republican. And having said that, there was this big debate about whether or not the Republicans are going to come in, overtake Roe versus Wade. It was, wasn't even going to happen. And supposedly every couple of years is always this big threat. And there is a decent, not decent, but a small size of the Republican Party that is pro-choice. They do support certain restrictions. That is going to be this big battle among pro-lifers. And it just never happens during election season. Right. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, Governor Noam, she actually blew something out of the water. South Dakota. With, uh, South Dakota. Uh, with Roe v. Wade, and she said that uh, a premise in the bill that nobody talks about is that, that a lot of people supported Roe v. Wade because they said that you couldn't be a mom and have a career. Well, that's we can prove that. I mean, right. Governor Nome proved that that's not true. I mean, she's got kids and she's a good yeah. governor. Hey, by the way, real quick, I, I want to, before I get on to other issues, I don't want to be on this issue forever because of the morning show, but having said this, Roe v. Wade, all it does is just move it back to the states, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, if, if, Roe, so, if, if it's overturned, it would say that it's states' issues. So think about it. If for conservatives that like state rights issues, why not leave it to the states? I mean, I understand they want to they want a pro life amendment. That is not going to happen to the. I mean, right now to the U.S. Constitution, unfortunately, it's not going to happen. So if we want to leave it to the states, we want to be consistent. Why not leave it to the states? Some states, unfortunately, will have pro abortion law. Some states won't. Well, that's it. I mean, and that's. That's exactly why the you know the, the folks want to have Roe v. Wade stay in place because what it basically says, although it's you know mental gymnastics of how they find that the, that right within the Constitution, but that's it. As they say, it's a federal right. Coming up next, another audit done by the Republicans in Arizona finds that Joe Biden actually increased his lead in victory, and it was done by Trump allies backing up cyber ninjas, which was. Looking at the, I guess, the engineering of how all this supposedly was working. And Cyber Ninja is a, uh, a pro-Trump group, Florida-based firm, which has spread a bunch of conspiracies out there. Their own numbers show that actually the president, unfortunately, got less numbers. We'll have all of this coming up next. 743 right here on Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? 
We still have slow traffic on 95 headed north. It's right between Emerson and a bit past Butler Boulevard. An emergency vehicle has that right lane blocked, so be aware and add an extra seven minutes. And that's slow traffic on I-10 headed east, right at Cassett. Add an extra four minutes there. If you see anything, give us a call. 901 safe. Mostly sunny skies today. Expect a high up to Nolan 86 Nolan Ryan has tonight. just pitched his seventh career no-hitter. Hi, I'm Nolan Ryan. This is my wife, Ruth. We drink Le Bleu bottled water every day. Le Bleu is the purest, best-tasting water we have found anywhere in the market. Our bodies love Le Bleu, and yours will, too. If you want to hydrate like a Hall of Famer, ask for Le Bleu ultra-pure bottled water by name at your favorite retailer. Or go to LeBlue.com to have it delivered to your home, your office, or your church. That's LeBlue, L-E-B-L-E-U.com. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. Maybe you've been in the military for 20-some-odd years and you never fired your weapon, but you've seen things and you've, you've heard things and you've witnessed terrible things that have happened to not only your friends but citizens. That builds up. And then I got sent home for medical treatment. They told me straight up, hey, you got problems. Canines for Warriors pair specially trained service dogs with vets in need. And we're asking pointed questions because we're trying to pair them with a good match for them, a good dog. And so we kind of have guided conversations, what the warrior requires and how we can best suit that with our dogs. Your generosity will go right to work to help pair a struggling warrior with a shelter dog trained to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder, traumatic brain injury, and or military sexual trauma. Give your best gift today by going to caninesforwarriors.org. You're a facilities director. You're within budget. Life is good. Finally. Then that red light goes off on your pump station. Well, so much for the budget. Get a preventive maintenance program from the pump station pros. Call us. We can help. 904-249-8080. We're Consolidated Utilities. The pump station pros since 1948. 249-8080. That's 904-249-8080. Good morning. On this final Monday of September already, mostly sunny, high 86. Tonight, clear skies expected, low about 61. Tuesday, more sunshine, high up to 87. And Thursday, there's still going to be some sunny skies coming up and Wednesday as well. Great, great weather, 65 now in Jacksonville, right here at Talk Radio WBOB. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. W-B-O-B. Hey, uh, Roger Henderson's taking the day off. It's good to have him, uh, you know, he needs a little bit of rest, which is good because he puts up with me all the time. But A.J. Davis, the doctor, <laughs> is uh, hanging out with us doing the news today. Also hanging in the studio's research editor for Florida Daily, uh, Emily Nunez. And then also Lindsey Brock from McLeod Brock Law Firm, elections a lawyer as well. Arizona election audit. Another one. What is this? Number five? Huh. Number six? This was paid for by Trump supporters and I think by maybe some of those in the Trump campaign. This was another audit done by Cyber Ninjas. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. go. Right, anyway, Cyber Ninjas, what a name, was hired by the uh, Trump uh, pro-Trump group out there. 
And what they came with the other election audit was that Biden still won. He got, I think, like an extra 99 votes. Trump got fewer votes as well. ABC News' Terry Moran. It wasn't what they were hoping for. In the end, the Arizona Republican audit found 99 more votes for Joe Biden and 261 fewer for Donald Trump. Republicans in the legislature admitting today that their controversial months-long partisan review of the votes had found in the end that, yes, Joe Biden won Arizona. Lindsay, you have covered these. I remember during the 2018 when the Democrats were actually suing their own party in South Florida, their own Democratic Supervisor of Elections, Bill Nelson campaign. You were heavily involved. You were on ours. Tell us all about it. They wanted a recount and just to come up with the numbers. And unfortunately, I want to play more of these clips in a second. We're... It's unfortunate, and, and I'm not happy with the election results, but I have to live with the reality. And the reality is, is unfortunately, we're still looking like we're looking like the Hillary Clinton crowd out there, but continue to try to make excuses. The reason why is we lost. Yeah, I mean that's and that's the thing is, anytime you have these uh, recounts and all of that, it rarely, rarely ever sways the election or swings it from one side to the other. And the the you know the search that was going on in uh, Arizona. Was based on you know a whole bunch of you know conspiracies, rumors, Maracaibo County, all all of these right. different things. So here's a couple of them out here. The one was well, well, wait a second. They had uh, duplicate votes, multiple multiple excuse me, multiple voters with the same name. Reuters points out where that's pretty pretty much easily uh, the question, and here's the answer. The final report focused on a series of alleged issues, including more than ten thousand potential voters who voted in different counties which Cyber Ninjas called a, quote, critical finding. But as part of a point-by-point rebuttal on Twitter, Maricopa County called that claim laughable, suggesting those conducting the review may have failed to account for people with matching names and birth years in different counties, a not uncommon occurrence in a state of more than 7 million people. So some people were questioning, well, well, wait a second, they they allowed all of these votes um, like on the day after elections it's called provisional ballots. It said if you're not sure, you move them through the state. Every state does them. And you always have hundreds to thousands of ballots that aren't always counted. Well, wait a second. They accepted ballots after the date of, you know, the date you're supposed to mail them in by. Because a lot of times when you mail them that day, it's like I mail in uh, at midnight my IRS form, but they don't get counted right away. It right. could take weeks. It's just the way it works. So let's say that, hey, they had to mail these things in by October the 20th. But if you mail it, the date it is October 20th, they may not count them to the day after after election. Right, Lindsay? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's been recently that we've been all adamant about counting every vote. Every vote counts. And because in the past, if you had all of these mail-in ballots that were coming in, if the election uh, results were of such a wide margin that none of those ballots would sway it one way or the other, they didn't even count them. Right. I mean, that, that's the thing is, you know, in the past, those ballots weren't ever counted. They say the number of the number of votes certifying does not match the number of ballots sent to the audits. Which makes sense because some people don't send their ballots back in. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly correct. I think we can have a field day. Here's one more. This is from uh, Fox News Media Buzz host Howard Kurtz. The results are in from the Arizona audit. Joe Biden wins Arizona. Okay, well, Joe Biden won Arizona by about 10,000 votes back in November of 2020. Uh, that was checked on, um, and there was never anything to contradict it. But then Republicans in the Arizona State Senate... The, the Maricopa County is the focus of you know where Biden racked up a lot of a pretty big margin against Trump that helped him win the state. So Republicans in the state Senate said, uh, you know, we don't trust this. 
So we want an audit. This was not authorized by the county. It was commissioned, you know, completely partisan operation where they hired a firm to do the audit that had never done any election fraud work or election investigations at all. And they were called the Cyber Ninjas. So the Cyber Ninjas have a draft report. And it found, in fact, it did find uh, that the numbers changed. Listen to this. 99 more votes for Joe Biden, 261 fewer votes for Donald Trump in Maricopa County. A lot of it is. So there we go. So that's pretty much it. So what happens now? We're going to go back to Georgia, maybe Wisconsin. What do we count a few more ballots? Why stop in Pennsylvania? Why not go to California? Because some of my friends think that California should have been won by Trump, too. Yeah, I mean. Really? Here's the thing. You know, if you know the Trump crowd needs to realize they lost the election, why did they lose the election? That's what they need to focus on. There's no conspiracies. There's no, you know, voter fraud, whatever you know, evidence Mike Lindell has that he's stuffed inside of a MyPillow somewhere. Right. Uh, I mean, you know. That's where the other votes were at. They're in a pillowcase down by my pillow. I would have done that just as a prank. You know, so I'm just, the, 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 when people hear this, they think we're a bunch of outcasts. I'm like, no, no, no. What, what I'm saying is, is that I'm not happy with the election results. But listen, Hillary Clinton should have never lost Wisconsin, should have never lost Pennsylvania, should have never lost, what was the other state? Michigan. Michigan. Should have never lost those Democratic states. You know why? She didn't show up. She didn't barely, barely even showed up to the states. Trump. In many cases, and I get it, they focused on other states that they needed. Remember, they went out of Florida the last week of the campaign. Remember this, Emily? Mm-hmm. Because they realized they were winning. Yeah. Um, and Georgia didn't work as hard. Arizona didn't work as hard. Everybody thinks that if you're going to win Florida, you should win every other state. I'm just telling you, it's just not the way it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what I said earlier, I still think that we need to do, or that it's up to elected officials to do what needs to be done to restore the confidence in our and what's vote, that? In, our, in our elections. And, and what is that? And if we have to keep doing studies after studies after studies, wait, wait, so you want more see, people to you, do it, then you we wanna, need to do it. You want to have more audits after audits after uh, audits all the way up to 2024, right? I mean, I, I, like I said, I think we need to until people are confident that their vote is going to count next time. Because right now, there's still, still plenty really? of people that don't think do you, that their vote counted. Do you think, I think, Trump logistically and legally, no Russian help. I think Trump won 2016. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Well, the Democrats kept saying, well, we need to have, we don't buy into it. We need to have an investigation. I didn't support the investigation. How? I mean, how long should we be doing this? Right. Nobody's, not everybody's got the same type of confidence. I get what you're saying. A lot of people would agree with you. Mm. But the bottom line is, is to what? To the number you come up with? Well, that's the thing is, you know, both sides have attacked the credibility of okay. the electoral process. Correct. You know, I mean, it was. And by the tor- way, a lot of it was, I mean, t- the Democrats took advantage of a lot of this stuff, lawyered all up, caught the Republicans flat-footed. Now, I'm not saying, it, that wasn't illegal, but a lot of it was very questionable, I admit. Well, yeah, I mean, with, with COVID and all of the uh, reforms or, you know, uh, lacks enforcement of the uh, laws that we did have to allow people to vote uh, in ways that they had not voted before. Was that part of, you know, why uh, Biden won? Possibly. But moving forward, and that's what you see with all the laws that are coming into place now with, uh, you know, the electoral, even here in Florida, you know, they're trying to restrict some of those uh, measures that were put in place because of uh, the pandemic. Why are we doing a recount in Texas only in blue districts that because Trump didn't win them? Come on, man. Why, why are we doing a recount in Texas? doesn't make even sense. All right, we're going to take some calls coming up next. i got to take a quick break. 754 Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? 
slow traffic on I-10 headed east. It's right between Nelson Street and a bit before 295. You're going to add an extra six minutes there and still looking at slow traffic on 95 headed north. It's right between Bowden Road and a bit past Butler and you'll add an extra eight minutes. If you see anything, give us a call. 901 safe. Mostly sunny skies today. Expect a high up to 86 tonight. Clear with a low 61. Demand for single-family homes may have peaked. Amazon has a diversity problem, and there's a truck shortage in Great Britain. Those stories next. Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to our listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listeners specials. Get deep discounts on MyPillow's mattress toppers, towels, and so much more. For example, Mike is offering a buy one, get one free offer on Giza sheets. My wife and I love these Giza sheets and I'm sure you will as well. All my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one get one free offer on Giza sheets. Enter promo code Dobbs or call 1-800-977-9152 for these great specials. That's 1-800-977-9152. Use promo code Dobbs. As the China virus pandemic ramped up early in 2020, a number of Americans gobbled up larger homes outside our major cities, planning to work remotely and seeking some distance from populations carrying the virus. Now it appears that demand has peaked and the supply of new homes on the market is the highest in 13 years. Amazon, which is front and center on causes including so-called housing equity, apparently needs a little work in its own executive suite. Amazon reported to New York City's controller that its top executive ranks remain mostly white, while minorities continue to account for most of its blue-collar workforce. Great Britain has a truck shortage that has resulted in scarcity of everything from supermarket produce to milkshakes at McDonald's. Please join me three times each weekday for my updates right here on this station. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. The American Freedom Tour is coming to Jacksonville. I'm Dean Black, chairman of the Republican Party of Duval County, and it's time for Republicans to get motivated and defend freedom. For two historic days, Friday and Saturday, October 8th and 9th, the American Freedom Tour will be in Jacksonville. Come see Donald Trump Jr. Joe Biden's entire economic platform seems designed to crush the work Working man and woman, Biden has promised to take that money back out of your pocket and keep it in the swamp. Kaylee McEnany. 64% of the nation are concerned that the growing criticism of America's police will lead to a shortage of police officers. That will harm all Americans. It's an untenable principle, and that's a really unacceptable proposition. Dan Bongino, Dinesh D'Souza, and many, many more. Get your tickets now at DuvalGOP.com. This is an historic Republican event. You don't want to miss it. Go to DuvalGOP.com. I will see you there. All right, let's take a, uh, I got calls lined up, so let's take a quick call. Let's go to Matt on line one. Hey, Matt, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you, sir? Hey, Matt, thanks for calling, brother. Yes, sir. Uh, just shot you an email right quick, but I wanted to uh, go over something here. All right. Uh, I, I downloaded the uh, the actual report from these uh, cyber ninjas, and because I understood that, you know, 99 plus votes for Biden, less votes for Trump. Okay, but, you know, let let me see what the numbers actually say. So, uh, mail-in ballots voted from the prior address. There were 23,344 
uh, uh, boats that were impacted by this. They were found to have 9,041 more, but more ballots returned by voter than received. Uh, 5,295 voters that potentially voted in multiple counties, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I didn't go into this saying, oh, Trump won or Biden won. I went in there to see, all right, where are the problems in this election? So if there's right there off the bat almost 35,000 uh, questionable ballots, I think we need to start looking into how to... Hey, can I ask a question? Mike, Mike, hold on. Mike, hold on. I'm not, I'm not disqualified. When did you download the uh, Cyber Ninja? When did you download it? Uh, this report, I downloaded this report after it uh, blew up in the news and everything. Because the New York uh, Times, oh, hold on, did it? Because I understand the New York Times only had a draft. How did you get the report then? I Googled it. So you I, downloaded I the report from Cyber Ninja? Well, okay, I'm just asking. Hey, Mike, can you hold oh, yeah, on? No. Hold on, Mike. Matt, can yeah. you hold on to the break or do you got to go? No, I can hold on. Okay, hold on. I want to take your call. I'll, let's let's put him on hold, AJ. I want to address what he's he's asking pretty valuable questions. So, Matt, if you hold on, I'll get to you, and I'll get to Brian and a few others. More on the other side. 8 a.m. 8 hour coming up next. Talk Radio WBOB. AM 600 WBOB Jacksonville 101.1 FM W266CX Fruit Cove, the conservative voice of 